Welcome, Spartans, to Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo. I am your host, Krista, and with me today is David. Hey, everybody. And Aaron. This is a live show. We are live on our Discord server. There are no technical issues whatsoever. Everything is running 100% smoothly. So what's up, everyone? Thank you for being here. Aaron doesn't here. get to say hello. Hi, guys. He's not allowed, which is unfortunate. <laughs> So thank you guys all for being here. We do go live every once in a while. So if you want to pop in our Discord and take a look, um, we will uh, be live and talking and you can hear what a what a train wreck we are at all times. So today we are going to cover um, some news from December 2021 and what has gone on in 2022. We have a big update regarding the Halo TV show. The trailer actually just dropped and we have watched it um, at least five times. And we also have an evolved digest so you can kind of i guess we're telling you what we're doing but uh you know don't don't get us accountable though we don't want to be accountable for anything no spoilers krista i'll try not to but before we get started if you're new to the show welcome podcast evolved as a host to a variety of shows this what's going on right here what is going in through your eardrums uh is our main show where we talk about halo lore and halo news our other shows are Mission Debrief, Halo Book Club, Builds with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. I almost need to take a breath during that sentence. That's how many shows we have. We also have a partnership with HCS Pro Talk with Josh and Will. They will have a s- segment later on in the show, but if you're interested in the multiplayer and competitive side of Halo, they're a great podcast to check out. You can learn more about each of our awesome shows on our website halopodcastevolved.com you guys remember when like having a website was like a big deal we were like oh geez we have a website now that's crazy it's like we were super official yeah now look at us what have we become discord gosh we're like some kind of professional organization right now If you're already a fan of the show, we ask you to rate us and leave us a review. We greatly appreciate all the feedback we receive from our listeners to improve the quality of our shows. We would also like to take a moment to thank all of our patrons for their continued support. Thank you guys so much! Yay! Thank you guys. You're the best. You don't know why you're still here, but you're here. (laughs) Yeah, they actually contribute money to this. I I don't know why. I don't know how. Crazy sons of bitches. (laughs) I know. God damn. So our patrons receive a variety of exclusive rewards, such as early episodes, unique swag, and access to our own soundtrack album featuring 18 songs. What? That's crazy. Um, They're all actually voiced and sung by me, so go check that out. It's great. It's Halo's, Halo's best hits sung by me, completely acapella. So I think that's a really good incentive. So if you want to hear that, it's, it's really, really good if I do say so myself. So go ahead and head over to patreon.com slash halopodcastevolved to learn more. And finally, we encourage our listeners to support Audible, where they can enjoy the growing collection of Halo novels all in one place, along with thousands of other novel novels, guided wellness programs, and more. Use the URL audibletrial.com slash podcastevolved to learn more and start your free trial today. Get on the books! There's like at least 200 Halo novels now, and you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get on it. And Audible's a great way to do it if you don't feel like sitting down and reading words off of a dead tree. So, it's a great way to do it. (laughs) Alright, I guess we're doing last week on Zeta Halo now, which is interesting. That's kind of funny because 
the game that just came out is um on Zeta Halo. I'm not sure you guys actually knew that, but um just some deep lore right there. So just dropping knowledge on this, Krista. I love it. I know, it's a lore podcast after all, so I wanna make sure you guys are, you know, on the up and up with all the lore that's going on. So Aaron, what have you done on Zeta Halo last week? I played a little bit of Halo today, actually, and then played no more because I'm still having a shit time in matchmaking. I don't know if it's my internet or what, but Halo is very rubber bandy and bouncy and horrible and laggy for me, so I've played very little of it. I tried one game of the event, had no clue what I was doing, died horribly, played two games of big team there, went okay-ish, but some were worse than others, and then I played one bot match as well, so I could do a challenge. So, that was about it. I think I said on the last show, I got, I'm up to like, well, now I'm up to 85 in the battle pass, so I unlocked the Virgil stuff, which was nice. So I currently feel no motivation to go and play. I need like a PvE mode and I also need it to be just less shitty. Like I don't know what it is, nothing has changed with my internet on this end, but it's just such a horrible experience. I spend a lot of my time swearing at the TV. But then again, I know people are having a lot of like trouble with big team and it'll probably be covered in the news that uh, 343 are working on like a second update to matchmaking that they're hoping to roll out soon so maybe things will improve for me a bit but apart from that I haven't done a big pile of Halo. I was off this weekend I had no work to do so I just consumed a lot of alcohol and played the longest game of Uno I have ever played. Oh god that sounds awful. It just kept going Chris. it wouldn't stop. She probably yeah just don't don't play Uno it's a bad idea just in general probably shouldn't have but it seemed like a good idea at the time when we were drinking well you know we all make bad decisions when we're drinking this is true i have no idea what you're talking about krista yeah yeah of course you don't (laughs) is that it aaron is that what you've done that's all my halo stuff good 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 that's acceptable david what have you done i have done a good bit since we've last been on the show. Trucking away at the game, got all the collectibles. I pretty much said that I got 100%. I have been struggling with Legendary. I really enjoyed it. Um, some of the boss battles are really, really tough. Uh, I don't think I've spoken in the main show. I think it was um, Mission Debrief that I was kind of giving out about this. I am stuck at Jaga. Uh, I've just been banging my head against the wall. I just think I've got bad weapons. I tried like numerous different tactics and I've just kind of stepped away from it now. I haven't played it in about two weeks. Because I've just spent that much time not having fun. And I'm like, no, this sucks. That's in that like final boss fight in the indoor room, isn't it? His his fight? Yeah. Have you used the like sneaky trick that some people use where they stack all the fusion coils in the middle of the floor and then shoot them to kill him when he materialises at the start of the fight? Uh, I did that. But let's say... The checkpoint that happens, happens after that, right? So I set them all up in what I thought was a good position, and it wasn't at all. Oh, uh, no. So when I shoot them, I die, and he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then my checkpoint comes in, and he just come, he just spawns immediately. So, like, uh, I'm just in this loop now of, like, I can't use the pile I created because it's in a bad position. 
So I've tried to lure him there like numerous times and it's either I don't have enough or it only takes down his shields and doesn't touch his health. And then he just disappears. And I'm like, oh man. And then he comes back and he's got his shield back and it's just really annoying. I'm just going in circles. I, I think I need to start the mission again and get better weapons is kind of what, I, what I'm feeling. And I just haven't been motivated to do that yet. That sucks. Because that's literally the end. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so close to the end of it. Other than that, I haven't played too much. I haven't played any multiplayer in a long time. Uh, I know I want to. I just haven't. I just haven't had the motivation to sit down and do it. I've been playing lots of other random random games. That's pretty much it. Awesome. Very acceptable. I appreciate that. I bought the kitty ears. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, uh, I paid $10. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, They're amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I like how when those came out, everyone was wearing them in multiplayer for like a week. It was really funny. (laughs) Could you buy them by themselves? Were they like an individual item? No, it was like $8 and you got the cat ear attachment. You got like a cat weapon charm and then you got a pink armor coat. I think that was it. That's how they made their money. I mean, honestly, everyone just wanted the kitty ears, to be fair. They just printed money when they came out with that. I bet I bet it's their number one bestseller. It has to be. I'm sure. I'm not going to buy anything else from that shop. Just the kitty ears. It's good. I've been having fun. Multiplayer super sweaty, which is great. We've gotten to that point. But, um, yeah, it's been good. I actually haven't started my legendary run yet. I need to do that. I just the motivation i'm like oh man i know it's gonna be a slog but it's gonna be fun i'll get there we'll get there if we're all set we can move into the monthly news oh my gosh it's been a while since i've done this the stuff has been going on while we've been celebrating christmas and other things uh who wants to go through the news who's our news anchor I believe that's David. Sorry, that is me. (laughs) I was going to keep going, but okay. Right, everybody. So we got lots of news. So I'm going to go through some of it pretty quick because some of it's old and some of it's obvious. So we'll start with the start. On December 8th, everybody, Halo campaign launched. Woo! We all knew it was good. It's out? It doesn't actually feel that long ago, but like it is. It's over a month. On the 13th, Jeff, Grimbrother 1... Uh, put out his own last cannon fodder um, that talked about various different things. It was pretty cool. Uh, Alex Herpsus, Herpsus, I knew I was going to make a mess of that. Is it Harupurus or whatever? Yes, it is. Who it, Most people probably know from the Halo community, he was hired in, hired in uh, to continue the cannon, cannon fodder kind of series. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think we've seen anything from him yet, have we? Um, I think he's... I've... Yeah. I'm not sure. December 7th to 18th, we had the HES Rally Major. So this was the first HES with Halo Infinite. So that was in Rally in North Carolina. Will and Josh over at the HES Pro Talk, guys, went to the event, covered it all in various episodes. 214 uh, is Pro Talk. So I think they did they did a lot of episodes and they were pretty hefty on, on it. Like So that's where they go into heavy detail on the event itself. Cool. Go check them out if you'd like to know more. If you hadn't already listened, that is. From December 21st to January, we had the Winter Contingency Free Event in Halo Infinite. I achieved nothing in any of these events. I'll let you know that. The Fracture event happened after that. So this was the Tenerai, so this is week two. So they did various different challenges and total other bits and pieces. And they, they kind of changed around some of the stuff you could get with XP's and do things with comedics and stuff like that. 
there was the art of Halo Infinite was released. So we have a reactions video that Tom did on this. He got like the special edition version, which is pretty nice. And um, if you fancy checking that out, uh, we had our cannon fodder issue one, two, three foundations. Um, so this was all about like the art book and the new Rubicon protocol, which is Kelly Gay's novel coming up and various other bits and pieces. So again, shout out to Tom. I think he got a shout out in the kind of fodder, in fact, which is pretty cool. We have January on the 13th. Halo Infinite has been nominated for various categories in the DICE Awards. So that's pretty cool. Action Game of the Year, Online Game of the Year. Uh, outstanding Achievement in Audio Design. I think they have that one in the bag because the audio design in Halo Infinite is so good. So that happens on February 24th. So that's coming up, uh, which is pretty cool. I wasn't aware of those nominations, so I'm pretty happy about that. The January end, uh, 18th, Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard, which is insane. I don't know why it's on here, but it is. So just be aware that that's, that's everyone listening to this knows this already, but it's a crazy time to be alive. I can't wait for the Halo Candy Crush crossover. And the Halo oh skins in StarCraft. Come on, man. This, this thing is good. Master Chief is a character in Overwatch. Wait, I'd be okay with that one, actually. Call of Halo. Duty Wars. Yes. All the stuff. Yes, please. I want to play Duty Wars. <laughs> play the shit out of Duty Wars. Hell yeah. Right now, there is the Cyber Showdown, which is a free event going on in Halo Infinite. Uh, the new mode, there's a new uh, multiplayer mode called Attrition, which I think is pretty damn good. Uh, here's a description of it for you. I haven't played it yet, obviously. Um, but for all the feedback I hear is pretty good. People, people seem to really like it. So Attrition is a frantic new Slayer mode. Uh, where there are lives and shared across your team. Each team has a limited number of lives. Kind of sounds like Breakout uh, from Halo 5. Revive your teammates and they fall down. Okay, he's got to revive and work together to deplete the enemy's life pool and finish them off. Last team standing wins. It's a classic 4v4 action. A unique spin on how you operate as a team. That sounds pretty cool. Tough, I imagine. We have January 26th. So just coming up now, we have the 001 Silver Debrief New Beginnings. I thought this was awesome. I really liked this this debrief series. I hope they kind of keep them up when we get one for the trailers and maybe one for the episodes. Um, so they really deep dive into like the Halo TV show, the trailer, the kind of, they did like a teaser trailer. So they talked about that a bit more and the upcoming trailer that we just saw today. Um, so it was pretty cool. There was a good interview with Kiki in there. They kind of really spelled out what they're doing in terms of splitting the timelines so that we have a separate, what they're calling silver timeline for the Halo TV show, which allows them to take characters we know and change them and change the events and change the order and sequence of things uh, based on kind of what they, they said is going to due to the, the nature of making a show, which is kind of spoofy, but whatever. Um, they kind of just want to do new, doing things, which is totally fine. That's why you get like different castings and maybe a character's race changes, all that kind of stuff. So I like it. I like it. It gives it a nice flavor to it. Um, I know that'll be very dis- uh, divisive in the Halo community. People have very mixed feelings on it. But they kind of talk about it. I-, I think they laid it out really well. So that's pretty cool. I'm not going to go through all the details, but um, there's some pretty cool quotes in there and really interesting things. I, qu- I quite like it. They did... Okay, we're in there. We're on January 28th. So we have a Halo Infinite update. Uh, so Big Team Battle, the shop, and various other bits and pieces got updated. There's more big team bash map making coming up for February 3rd. The pricing has been reduced, which is pretty interesting. And Tree for Tree are monitoring the shop for future updates, like for single purchase items within a bundle and stuff like that. So I've, I have a feeling this is something they'll never truly get right. They'll just be constantly making adju- adjustments to it. I don't know if there's a good, good way to do it, but it's a free to play game. It's what people kind of forget, I think. And they're kind of struggling with the implementation of that model. But we'll see. 
you don't have to buy anything. That's the thing I think people forget as well at the end of the day. Like, they just they just see something cool and like, he has that and I don't. Boo. Because he spent $10 on cat ears because he's crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, the cosmetics don't do anything. They're funny, and there's a lot of real. There's one. Krista, there's I'm pretty sure that those ears let you hear people from across the map. Well, I won't. I won't tell anyone. Or do they give you nine lives in multiplayer? I don't know, Krista. These are the rumors. <laughs> there's like a teabag weapon charm, which is hilarious. Oh, that's pretty funny. Um. <laughs> And then the last piece of news is obviously, if you're listening today, you are aware of the Halo TV show trailer dropped. It was in the NFL's halftime AFC championship game, which are a lot of words that I don't know what they mean. It's it's basically one of the penultimate games before the Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl time's coming up, so Chris, is it? I feel like he only just had one. Uh, it's every February, like the first weekend, I believe. Oh man, that's crazy how fast that went then. Because I, I mark Super Bowl as being the time where Krista does Super Bowl parties. Well, I go to Super Bowl parties. Trent's parents do the Super Bowl parties. That's right, that's right. I just go, I just go there. <laughs> you just go there just to be there. Fuck, I just eat all the food. Yeah, I eat all the food there. It's great. So that's a pretty hefty month. And you it's been to be expected the new Halo game launched. I think we're only going to get more because there's going to be constantly the shows coming out. Oh, crap. The shows the show was dated today uh, for the 24th of March. So that's another piece of news, which is really interesting. Were you guys expecting it really early? I kind of forgot about that. No, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it quarter one. Me neither. I was definitely pitching this for the end of the year. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. And Aaron, I know I've been asking about this before, but I've kind of forgotten. Do we know what Paramount Plus is doing over here? I have no idea at the minute, like, it's all over the show because Picard is Paramount Plus, but you watch that on Amazon, but Discovery was pulled off Netflix for Paramount Plus coming here later in the year, so I think we're going to get Paramount Plus at some stage, but they haven't said, I'm kind of hoping this is going to go to Amazon and we can see it, because that's why I haven't watched the new season of Discovery, because I literally have no legal way to watch it at the minute. Because they pulled it <laughs> in advance of, like, the... But they're not bringing Paramount Plus internationally till the end of the year. So it's like, okay, you took my only legal way to watch this, and you gave me no backup. But no, they haven't said yet, but I'm kind of hoping it will join Picard for now. That would be ideal. I should go and do it illegally, and it should be their own fault, but I just am also too lazy to do that at the minute, so. We'll just go to Krista's house. It'll be fine. Cool. Watch party at my house. Hell yeah. We'll get Taco Bell. You've never had that. And we'll have, like, a bunch of candy and, like, Mountain Dew, and it'd be great. Yeah. So, is that all of our news? That is all of our news. Do we want to take a couple of minutes while we're here and just chat about the trailer and the response and stuff and things just before no, we go on? No, I don't want on? to talk about the trailer. Come on. Let's talk about it. <laughs> just, just for a minute, Krista. I know we've got better things, but... Gosh, I'm... You know, I'm... I'm I, I miss... Like, I got stuff to do. Like, I was watching anime before this and, you know, now... You know, it's this is really taking up a lot. I'm sorry we interrupted your anime <laughs> viewing with your Halo podcast. I'm 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 terribly sorry, Krista. Yeah, we're the bad guys. 
let's not hold you back for too long then. Thanks, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> we have a, okay, we were watching the trailer. I'm not sure we recorded before the show. I don't know how it's going to cut down and how it's going to sound, but if it turns into something reasonable, I will insert it here. Okay, right, we're all going to hit play at the same time. Three, two, one. Play. You. Humanity's best weapon. Master Chief, huh? The Master Chief was enhanced and trained for one purpose. To win this war. He and the other Spartans... There's a Spartan bear. ...are our only effective weapons against the Covenant. Oh. Oh. Ooh, that looks good. Lethal, upgradable, and most importantly, controllable. Covenant forces appear to be excavating some kind of object. When I touched the object, I felt something. I felt different. What Ooh. they did to us makes you numb. And you just decided to help me. Why would a Spartan do that? What does one do with a superhuman you're not sure you can trust? Is that hood? Hello, Master Chief. It might I'm be. Cortana. Whoa. Oh my god, that's different. Master Chief recovered something. Sacred ring. Halo. Was that Halsey? Yeah, blondie one. Humans surrender to the covenant. Was that flood? Cortana, I'm gonna need Who you. Who the now. fuck are they? Find the halo. Win the war. There's the big change. Oh, that song. He knows he's looking for Halo. So it's literally basically a different universe entirely. Kind of feels like it is. It's almost like Star Trek, like when they made the new Star Trek movies and it was a completely different timeline. Yeah, I said this the other day. If this is like the Silver Universe, is the other, is the book and game one like the Prime Universe? Probably. I think I might need to watch this again. Like a hundred times. That looks really dope though. If you've joined the live chat, we're just in the middle of watching the trailer, so um, the show has gone to hell completely. I don't know what we're doing now. It's all about the trailer. That is really cool. I love how the first dude's gun is an AK-47. Like, we're still using AK-47s in the future. <laughs> AK-47s mean, will outlast us all. We'll never not use AK-47s. Right, Toki's also joined us in the chat. Toki, if you're here, we're... Watching the trailer for the Halo TV show. We're trailer gonna spoilers. watch it again in a second. We just watched it there now, mostly in silence. We're gonna play it again and talk a little. If you're in the live show chat, I'll keep an eye on my phone. If you guys want to load it up, I'm gonna hit get everyone to hit play in a minute, and we're just gonna talk about it. Uh, everyone in the chat as well. Three, two, one, play. 
still AK-47s. AK-47, beautiful. You. He picks up a turret. Humanity's best weapon. Master Chief, huh? The Master Chief was enhanced and trained for one purpose. To win this war. He and the other Spartans are our only effective weapons. Oh, is that Halsey that's talking over it? It is, yeah. He is lethal, upgradable, and most importantly, controllable. No, he's not. Covenant Force. I love how it sounds like a sales pitch. What do you guys think about the uh, Master Chief's voice? When I touched the object, I felt something. I think. I think it's. I'm glad it's the actor's voice and they didn't dub someone else in. It would be weird if they did that. Makes you numb. I think it's passable. I think in the context of the show, it'll work well. Yeah. It's definitely. But I wouldn't like to hear it in the game. Do with a superhuman? You're not sure you can trust. Is that Lord Hood? Cortana. I like that Cortana. They made her more human looking, which is fine. Yeah, she's totally like a little battle, a battle angel. Master Chief recovered something. Sacred ring. Halo. Who are these guys? I don't know. Those she were the prophets. Surrender to the Covenant. Is that the Flood? Cortana, I'm gonna need you. No, now. that's Hunters. Oh, those were like Golo. Those were worms. Who is this human woman? Find the halo. Win the war. She is the human woman raised by the Covenant. Oh, the one with the black thing going on? Yeah, that, that character, I forget what they call her. Did they make her up for the show? I think so. There's two. There's a there's a character, there's a human colonist living in the colonies. That's the that's the girl you see at the start talking to Master Chief. And then the blonde girl is the one raised by the Covenant. So she was like raised by the prophets, I'm guessing, because they showed her on screen and they immediately showed the prophets right after. Yes. Like I I think this looks good. I'm intrigued because we don't know anything about this separate Halo timeline and there could be so many differences that kind of make the plot a little more interesting. Because for us as huge lore buffs, we kind of know what to expect with Halo in general. We we know pe- we know people's motivations and mannerisms, so it's really nice to have an entirely separate timeline where everyone's slightly different so that like stuff plays out in a different way, so it's interesting. I think we're going to get totally different stories as well, based on these characters being in different places. Yeah, like it sounds like it from the get-go, because the first thing they're doing is they already know, they already seem to know what the Halo is, and they know that they're looking for the Halo, and you're like, that's not what happened in the games. Because Master Chief and Cortana didn't set out to find the Halo. Also, if he touched this, he touched his Forerunner structure, and now he feels different, like something's changed within him. That feels like, that's like, is that like Halo 4? Well, it sounds very sort of, yeah, gayish stuff, so like, I could maybe see that. Like, that doesn't upset me. No, no. No, no, no nothing about this trailer upset me. It, it it looked really, really cool. The CG looked really good. I liked... The armor looks amazing, too. All of the armor and props and stuff are really good looking. 
I'm glad they went for like realistic armor and not like CG Spartans. I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm glad they actually made armor. What do we call them? Silver team? Like, they look good. I'm going to hit play on this again and turn the volume down here. So I'm just watching this. Might give it one more run and then we could maybe do the regular show or whatever, but... Oh, we're just going to be talking about this during the regular show anyway, to be fair. That's true. We can we can keep this going for a while. I mean, we just do... This is our hour-long episode now. Do you guys think that having these different universes and timelines and stuff like that opens the door to explore different universes and timelines and, like, crossovers and stuff like that? I... I... I think they've talked about it already officially, and this we can probably cover it in the main show, but they've said that, like, oh, certain vehicles and technology might overlap. Like, you might see a vehicle in the show and it's not in the game, and maybe it comes to the game later. In terms of crossover stuff, that's what I think they'll do. But, like, I couldn't see them, like, we're not going to get a... I think it'll get really confusing if they start writing book, books and comics in the Silver Timeline. And then this book isn't Silver Timeline. This is main I don't think they'll do that. I think if there was like a show or a video game that crossed over, it would be good. But if you start having like big separate media within the different timelines, that would be confusing. I don't even think they'll do a video game in the Silver Timeline. It's just going to be the show. Maybe like a, a, a like a fractured event. That's This seems like made for that. A Silver Timeline fracture event of... I don't think they'll do anything. I think they will. They might do some Silver... I don't think they'll do like multiverse stuff. It'll just be siloed off because you run the risk that it'll just get really fucking messy. Well, you don't want a Star Wars situation where there's literally two different universes. The old universe where George Lucas was like, anyone can write a Star Wars book. No continuity needed. And then Disney comes in. They're like, this is a mess. We're just going to throw it out. Are you telling me that you don't want a Halo book dedicated to, like, finding the the hand of Cat? Um, no, I think I'll pass. I, I think, I think I'm good, actually. Right, looking here, what does is, what is Chat think? People seem pretty hyped. Holy balls. Toki has to change his pants. It does look good. Like, I'm on my fourth watch of this now. We're definitely seeing Master Chief with no helmet because he's talking there with a helmet-free voice. Yeah, it seems like they're using the actor's voice. He might be a little bit put on when he's got a helmet on. That that could just be the problems of recording with a helmet. But, like, I, I, ima- I imagine... He probably... When they're doing the scene, he probably says his lines and then just re-records the lines. There's probably a DR involved, for sure, yeah. Some of it does sound like he's talking helmet-free, so I think... They have that, like, electronic synth... Yeah, they have the filter. Do we think he's going to take off his helmet? Oh, absolutely. I think. I think they'll. Yeah, it'll be a reveal moment, though. It's either they'll either do it like the first time we see him is with no helmet on, or it'll be like a big moment somewhere in the show. Yeah, though it'll either it'll either be super like nonchalant, or it'll be like a big thing. I think it'll be like the end of the first episode. Yeah, because the actors known, it's not as big a reveal, I suppose, as if it was like. They didn't tell us who who John was or if it was, you know, Steve Downs doing the voice. I can see this being one of those situations where Chief hooks up with Silver Team and at the end of the episode he takes his helmet off and talks to them and it's like we're now teamed up together and that's why he's not there with Blue Team. Blue Team might not even Man, exist. Cortana looks so good. I think Blue Team will exist, I think. It'll be the usual, it'll be like everything else, it'll be the same as Infinite. Oh, Blue Team are somewhere else. 
So you're going to have to team up with Silver Team. They went to McDonald's to get some ice cream, but the ice cream machine was broken, so it's taking them a little extra time. They're on a quest to find a McDonald's with a working <laughs> with a working ice cream machine, so they're going to be gone for a while. Right. Will we call it on this and we'll do the regular yeah. show? So thoughts on we've seen the trailer maybe four or five times, literally dropped about an hour and 20 minutes ago at the time of recording. Krista, initial thoughts? It's fantastic. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped for it. I like how it's in a different timeline because then, you know, there's no preconceived notions anymore for us as lore masters. It's, it's just like a whole new world, like completely reset. And I'm very excited for that. It looks like they're taking um, a lot of stuff in a different direction. And I'm interested to see how it pans out. It's, it's really exciting. Good, good, David. I really liked it. I I did. I, I know it's just like a newness, but like I keep thinking it, it has its own style, which I like. And the fact that they've told me that the timeline is separate, they're doing their separate thing and stuff, and boom, that actually makes it very easy for me to like accept a lot of the change, the differences. Because in my brain, I'm like, I don't have to be worried about anything. I don't have to be thinking about how this connects to that. I'm like, I'm being told something new, and I kind of, I I do, I genuinely really like that. So I'm looking at this going. Yeah, this is this interesting setup. We don't really know all the characters we're going to get. We're getting a lot of our old ones. I think it's going to be interesting to see a new side of it. And one of the guys in the Facebook comments in our group said something really cool. Chris, I call out Chris Rivale here. He's talking about it's really clever how they're talking about only controlling, like being able to control the uh, the Spartans, that being like a selling point. And it's kind of like, okay, how do we get across the fact that Tree for Tree is doing a lot of stuff in the games about who is a man and who is a machine and the fact that you have what 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 is enabling Oni to control these guys is it indoctrination is it something mechanical is it something in the suits is it like where the AI is supposed to do this does there's like Cortana like free John I don't know there's loads of stuff in there and I really like that concept and I thought it looked really well I thought the CG looked good from what I saw, so I'm pretty hype about it. I know a lot of people seem to be down, but they were never going to like it anyway. I'm glad we're getting it, and I, I think from the trailer, I think they've set up a really good scale. This looks way bigger than anything in Halo we ever got, like thinking about the Nightfall stuff and how we were genuinely excited for Nightfall, even though it looked a bit quirky, but like I remember the marketing for that and being like, oh, this is this is cool. But this has a totally different feel to it. And obviously because it has John in it, it's got main characters, it's got big actors it's got good names I, i'm enjoying I, I enjoy everything i see i'm excited and the fact that we're getting it so soon is crazy um so i'm really happy about that i feel pretty okay about it so far like you said the trailer looks good i think the ropiest thing that we were worried about would be how would the covenant look the hunters look good when they're slithering about and murdering people the elite look pretty yeah. good like <laughs> his face looks pretty good you don't look at it and go, this is definitely 100% a living creature, but didn't look woeful. So I thought that end of things looked good. The armor, like you said, the armor, the sets, the props all look solid. The Cortana model, I know some people are a bit iffy about how the hologram looks, but her actual model does look very similar to, I think, the weapon in Infinite. So that doesn't put me off. And the fact that there's more color in the hologram 
doesn't necessarily upset me because I feel like people have kind of missed out on the point that ever since uh, Halo Wars 2, in Halo Wars 2, there is more colour in Isabel and she actually has like colour to her clothes and there's like colour to her hair. Yeah, that's a very good point. I don't, and they say a lot of people are forgetting or probably a lot of these people don't even know about Isabel because I wasn't thinking about it either. But I'm also thinking that may be going down the line of if they do go through the point of man versus machine, they have a Cortana model that looks more human than maybe John looks, being the fact he's in his suit. So I, I, I'm I, already thinking that they might be playing on that, which is pretty cool. Like you guys were saying, the, the fact that it has this own separate timeline, I get that same feeling of relief as well, where it's like, okay, I can watch this show, I can hopefully just chill and enjoy it and be surprised by it. I'm hoping... I I think I said this on the last show with Oren as well, that this at the minute is in that potential stage of where Star Trek was in 2009 when that film came out and you were like, oh shit, we've like turned the timeline on its head, we've changed stuff up, it's different, I can be surprised. I'm hoping they don't then turn around and do what Star Trek did and just like shuffle up beat for beat what happened in the other movies and that they actually hit the general point master chief must find big floaty ring in space but we can mix things up and make it interesting as we do it so far i'm optimistic like this this look good i'm not immediately filled with dread like you said nightfall looked good before we got it so we have to maybe go into this with a note of caution but so far, I didn't see anything that made me go, oh, fuck, this is going to be a terrible mistake. Why did we do this? Just an update. Um, Cortana's number seven on trending on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how she looks. There's good and bad. It's going to be, you're going to have that with a lot of things. Like, you're just going to have people going on and on about it. Like, the number of people giving off about the fact that it's not Steve Down's voice and... All I'm going to say to people, and I'm convinced of it as my theory, is we're going to see his face probably very soon. I would be willing to bet by the end of the first episode. And no one wants to watch Pablo Scryer open his mouth and speak while Steve Downs is dubbed over the top of it. Yeah, I don't, it just doesn't work. Or even if it was a kind of thing where like he only sounded like Steve with the helmet on. I think that would also be, be jarring. Someone commented that as well and was like, no, but like their two voices are not close enough that you would be like, oh, it's the helmet distortion. You're like it's going to be two different characters inside and out of the armor. I think people just have to accept that. I feel like people didn't get this upset when it was forward on the dawn and Chief had a different voice. I also don't think they were advertising Chief in that show as being the main selling point either. There was a YouTube series, do you know what I mean? That has a totally different, I think, expectation. That's possible. But, like, I think you just, you have to, you have to have that mental disconnect that this is Halsey and she's not Jen Taylor. And I'm going to guess there is a character there that looks like he has the potential to be Lord Hood. And you're just going to have to accept that it's not Ron Perlman and that's that. Now, they should have gotten Ron Perlman. If they were going to do Ron, just just get Ron Perlman. To be fair, he is like the ideal perfect age now to just do Lord Hood. And it'll be the same as well. Like, you're not going to be able to have... If we ever get to the stage where they have a Sergeant Johnson, it's not going to be game Sergeant Johnson, and you're just going to have to accept that. 
there's no way around it. A lot of these voice actors do not look like the characters. And what age is Steve Downs now? Oh, yeah, he's in. He's almost seventy now, I think, or he's in his sixties. I don't know. He's he's well on, but like even like you said, like Johnson's like he his actor, his voice actor is was never what his face actor was. They were actually two completely different people. It's like what's more important to how he sounds or how he looks. Yeah, you just you need a good actor, and like I think this is why they go down the road of picking actors that sort of look more like or that can do the whole thing. Like, this is why we had, oh, I forget his name, guy that ended up only providing, like, the looks for Locke, but, like, they had him act in that Nightfall. Mike Coulter. Yeah. Mike Coulter, yes. He would have voiced the character in the game, only for the fact they had the uh, the Netflix stuff going on at the time, and he couldn't do both. But, like, that's why I assume they picked an actor that could do both, because then you have this actor who is in the game... And he's physically there to do the stuff in live action as well. Like if they were if they were making Halo now from scratch, you would be guaranteed that Steve Downs may or may not have done the voice, but every other character would have been done by an actor that looked like them. They would have used their likeness for the models. Like it's just one of those things now. So I think people just have to accept that and be like, okay, they're not going to sound exact. That's just that. It is what it is. This has filled me with confidence. And the fact it's coming out in two months, like that has me excited. I really, I did think August, September time is when we were going to get this. So, And are, are Netflix doing episode by episode? Are they doing a dump? What, what way do they work? Do we know? These, if it's going to be anything like Star Trek and the rest of it, I assume it'll be weekly because all those other Paramount Plus shows come out weekly. So where are they all right okay cool i hope it's not an episode dump like netflix because we cannot spend one day recording for 15 hours <laughs> what why not no we're not doing it we'll just do a live watch along we'll watch just a binge watch along oh god imagine everyone sit down and we're going to do something that will be longer than the extended lord of the rings <laughs> perfect Parkour. if you're listening to us chatting right now and you have strong thoughts on the Halo stuff, feel free to email us. Drop us an email or a voicemail. We will read them out on our next show. Tell us your feelings. Yes, uh, you can get us at 205Evolve. That's 205-386-5833. One of these days I'll remember that number. But do that and we'll read them out on the next live show because that will be the last live show before the first episode comes out. Oh, wow we will be able to watch the first episode before the live show in March. Interesting, interesting. It's going to be a good show. We're going to do no news in March. We're just going to talk about the show the entire time. Just be warned. Hell yeah. Right. Will we move on and I'll do the digest stuff? Okay, we've got Podcast Evolved, Infinite Impressions, and that's where we cover all the lore topics and stuff for Halo Infinite. Our last ones were spoiler cast stuff. Um, and we had the Halo Infinite, or we will be having the Halo Infinite Season 1 review, or middle of Season 1 review, I think. For the multiplayer, yeah. We still have five months till it's over. God, it is so long away, isn't it? I never even thought about that. Yeah, it's May. Plenty of time to finish that battle pass. Yeah, I can't wait for the next event that gives us a tail to go with our cat ears. Hell yeah. We've got Mission Debrief, and this is a deep dive into every Halo game, 
and all of their campaign missions and we are uh, Halo Infinite. How is that progressing, guys? Uh, it's progressing. It's happening. Uh, we've got four episodes in the can, so we're going to try and release them at a regular cadence once we get kind of um, a couple more episodes under our bulk. So we're going to record or kind of um, start releasing on February 4th. They'll be weekly show like normal. They are, have a new recruit, uh, Matt Salvatore, is on the show along with us, offering his opinions and whatnot and his discussions. So there's four of us on the show now. Uh, it's it's good. It's pretty good. It's it's different. It's different for sure. We did one episode on the open world, and it was one of the longest episodes we've done so far. And that was on the first <laughs> open world part of the of the game. So uh, obviously, it's a little bit structured differently. But it, it, honestly, it's it's really fun. And it's kind of funny going back because when we when we break them down like missions, it's like like Operation Tremonius is like ten minutes long. Like this is the shortest mission ever. Like you just you just don't think about it like that because when you're playing it, you don't break it down into levels and missions the way you would before. But it, it's pretty good. It's fun. Good, good, good. I'm looking forward to that. Halo Book Club. Okay, Halo Book Club is at the minute we are a bit slim on books. We're, we're we're waiting for a new book. We are, yes. We get we so far we know that one book is coming this year, and I believe we have the last of the Halo Fracture stuff to dust off. Sometime in the summer that will be returning, but for now, unless three four three start pumping the books back out big time, we Halo Book Club will be a more staggered release because we will just be covering stuff as and when it comes out because we have been very efficient this last few years and we have covered the backlog, which I'm very proud of. No more books. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's, it seemed like an impossible task when we started. It kind of did, didn't it? There was so much lore, so many books and all the rest, and now we're like, no, we, we did that. And we remember all of it. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember everything. Okay, we've got Bills with Blocks next. The latest video episode is the best, uh, number 38, the best micro action figures. The latest reviews is the Banished Garrison Pack review. It says here, stay tuned for a special announcement next month from the Builds with Blocks crew. So they're up to something, but I don't know what it is. Those sneaky guys. Plans are afoot. They won't tell us, they're really sneaky. I suppose I could go and see if it's in their like uh, Slack channel, but you know, I'll, I'll maybe just save myself. And not go and have a look. Next up, guest interviews. Oh, this is this is convenient. Our next interview is classified, and our next next interview is classified. We have no information. <laughs> nothing to nothing to provide for you right now. Okay, we've also got HCS Pro Talk. So Josh and Will cover all things multiplayer in the world of Halo. We teamed up with Josh and Will ages ago because we are not experts in all things in the world of multiplayer Halo. We're like the opposite of experts in multiplayer. Well, Chris, Chris is MLG, but uh, I feel like we, we, in terms of the Halo universe, we are probably the people that are going to get stuffed in a locker by the cool multiplayer people. We are the nerds. Let's see. We had the last. Uh, it may actually be updated slightly since then, but I think the last map legends that we did for the HCS guys was Haven and the Rig. Um, the next one up is Live Fire. It may actually be out by the time you get to listen to this. And then we will hopefully have a little piece to insert here that will be last month in the Halo Championship series, and we will roll the clip now. 
Hello, podcast involved audience, and welcome to Inside HCS, your monthly recap of all things Halo Esports, presented by us, none other than HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. For this segment, we'll be recapping the HCS news and competition from the months of December and January. Yes, a double feature, if you will. So let's get right into it. Well, before we get into the recap, let's begin with a little introduction into what exactly is the HCS. The HCS, or Halo Championship Series, is the umbrella in which all Halo competition lives under. The 2021-2022 HCS season is in full swing, and for a complete breakdown of the timeline for official events around the world, please see the HCS 2021-2022 season reveal article over at Halo Waypoint. If you want an easier-to-digest blog post outlining everything about the 21-22 HCS season, Maddie Rums of Noob Combo has published one over at NoobCombo.com. During previous Inside HCS segments, we have mentioned the designing the Halo Esports Ecosystem blog series, written by Tashi, the HCS lead. The blog series has now evolved into the HCS update, and the first issue is live over at Halo Waypoint, covering many different points about the HCS and the future. For all major announcements from the HCS team over at 343 Industries, please make sure to follow their Twitter account at HCS and their new official YouTube channel by searching for Halo Esports. Josh, the first major Halo Infinite LAN event is in the books. Let the folks know about everything HCS Raleigh. That's right. HCS Raleigh, the first Infinite LAN event, has concluded, and it's set the scene for what is undoubtedly going to be an incredible kickoff season to Halo Infinite Esports. This event was a major meaning all teams from around the participating regions were able to send teams and compete. This in-person event brought with it everything you would come to expect, expect from a Halo LAN, including incredible plays, a roaring crowd, and of course, controversy. Sentinels, one of the premier rosters heading into the event, had a player who was found guilty of geofiltering, which was modifying game files to be provided a better server in online matches during the qualifier leading up to the event. Due to this, Royal 2, the player in question, had been disqualified from not only Raleigh, but all Open and Pro Series events leading up to HCS Anaheim, the HCS North American Regional event taking place in early February. Due to this, Formal, previously working alongside the crew at Space Station Gaming, was picked up by the Sentinel squad to make an unprecedented run through the open bracket at Raleigh and fight for a spot at the top. And what a run it was all the way from the open bracket to taking fourth place in the first in-person infinite tournament. But the fun did not stop there. E-United, a roster consisting of mainly veteran talent but have yet to really make waves within the scene, made a major splash in Raleigh, taking home second place in the event. Optic Gaming, a heavily favored team throughout the online events leading up to the main tournament, was actually knocked down a few pegs, taking home fifth through sixth. Cloud9 took home the first Infinite Land win with an absolutely dominant performance for the ages. For those unaware, the roster consists of the Halo World Championship 2018 winners, Eco, Stellar, and Renegade, while also picking up Penguin in place of Shotzi, who is still competing in Call of Duty. This roster was bound to have success, and success came very early. For all of our thoughts on the Raleigh event, please check out episode 214 of HCS Pro Talk. We were there! We competed, and we had a lot of thoughts on everything that happened. Well, that's all I got for major HCS news that happened over the last couple of months. Get it? Major? All right, I'm done. What do you have for tournament highlights that took place over the course of December and January? 
We'll start off with the Chipotle Challenger Series, an FFA series of tournaments for the ages. With $65,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs, spread across three qualifiers and a season final, while we've all come to know the name King Nick in the world of FFA, and while he did win the first qualifier, it was the world champion in Stellar taking home the $10,000 grand prize in the season final tournament. King Nick came in fourth if you wanted to know. He's won enough of those already, right? Next up, Xbox Games Pass has PC Games Tournament Series. Regardless of having one of the worst names for a tournament ever, the Xbox Games Pass has PC Games Tournament Series had one of the best grand prizes available, an all-expense paid trip and team pass for HCS Raleigh. Fan and personal favorites of HCS Pro Talk, it was the squad of Foot Fungus 792, shout out to Chilled You, taking home the win and the trip to the incredible event. Spoiler alert, they actually placed 25th through 32nd in Raleigh. Not bad for a first-time outing. We have the HCS FFA Open and Pro Series as well. With Raleigh in the rear view, all eyes have been on the HCS FFA Open and Pro Series events for each major region participating in the HCS, including NA, EU, Mexico, and Australia, and New Zealand. For each region, there has been one team dominating over the rest the entire competition. For the Mexico region, it's been the Pittsburgh Knights with Tapping Buttons, Gambino, Atso, and Drift. For Australia and New Zealand, it's the Chiefs with Barcode, Pratt, Pips, and Madsy. From EU, Ascend with Snipe Drone, Sika, Legend, and Shady. And from the NA region, it's Cloud9 with Eco, Stellar, Renegade, and Penguin. The action takes place weekly with community broadcast coverage for EU and NA provided by Europa Halo and LVT Productions, respectively. Official broadcasts of the Pro Series are provided by the HCS. Those have been the tournament highlights for the months of December and January. Josh, what do we have to look forward to in February? Well, there are community tournaments taking place all over the scene every single week. If you want to see what's coming up and maybe even sign up to compete, wink, wink, please check out the events page over at noobcombo.com. Esports Arena is bringing their Series E format to Halo Infinite with a shot at being sponsored by one of the many Esports Arena-sponsored brands. Qualifiers are scheduled to take place in February with the first season kicking off shortly thereafter. The Series E format has been incredibly successful with their jump into Apex Legends, so we can only imagine what this would mean for Halo Infinite. Europa Halo are bringing the heat with a competitive roadmap of their own, with events planned all throughout 2022. The Europa Halo Winter Series is a four-tournament series taking place each Saturday in February. The Europa Halo 2v2 Double Trouble event is scheduled for March 5th and bring back the fan-favorite 2v2 format to the European Halo competitive scene. More events will be revealed throughout the year, so make sure to stay tuned to Europa Halo on Twitter and HTS Pro Talk for all the information as it drops. The king of 2v2 competition is back, and this time better than ever. Ten open tournaments... Two invitationals, $1,000 prize pool for each. LVT Productions has partnered with First Blood to kick Money Tuesday up a notch. The competition starts on February 5th, and you are not going to want to miss it. And finally, the second main event in the HCS 21-22 season is right around the corner, and the invited teams have been confirmed. Royal 2 is officially out of internet prison and is able to fight alongside his Sentinel teammates, but they still have Cloud9 standing in their way, along with 14 other teams. This event is likely to result in many other organizations rethinking rosters and their future in the HCS. 
The competition is going to be at an all-time high, with the best North American teams duking it out to see who is the greatest in the region. Make sure to tune into the official HCS streams on YouTube and Twitch when the event kicks off on Feb- on Friday, February 11th. And don't worry, we'll break down all the action during our HCS Anaheim post show, which should air on Monday, February 14th. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Inside HCS for December and January. If you're interested in finding out more about these tournaments or anything else in the competitive Halo space, please check out HCS Pro Talk on all the socials, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere you happen to find your pocket pocket oh pocket casts like i slid that in there will podcast evolve crew take it away thank you josh and will for this month's inside the hcs watch their show live monday nights around 8 p.m eastern 7 p.m 7 p.m central on twitch.tv forward slash hcs pro talk and follow them on YouTube and your favourite podcast service of choice. I think we are covered on everything. This will either seem like a very quick live show or a very long live show, depending on how much of the uh, the section before the show I can add into this. We'll have to see how that turned out. That'll be really exciting. Well, if not, that was just a little tree for the people who were here live. Thank you, guys. This is episode 269. <laughs> I just noticed that. 69. <laughs> giggity, giggity. We're so immature. Uh, that's why people like us, I think. That is very true. We are the less serious Halo podcast. It's good. We have a good time. Also the most serious Halo podcast. Because we're like doing all the shows at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We do have an insane production schedule. I'll say that. We're, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, but we're we're now going to go. We're going to finish this episode and we're then going to set fire to the production schedule and then ruin Oren's life by telling him he has to figure out what's happening for March. Oh, should I delete the Google Drive again? <laughs> no, 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 That was a terrible time. We will never delete that again, ever. I don't know. I was having so much fun. I'm pretty sure we took all your privileges away from you, Krista. Oh, I can only view documents now. (laughs) I still remember that conversation. (laughs) We weren't even that organized back then. No, that's the real thing. If we'd have been more organized, it probably would have been like a fatal blow to the podcast. But the fact we were less organized somehow saved us. We have a self-destruct button. So does, is someone backing up the Google Drive? I think that might be something we should probably do. I think Ian just has terabytes of storage of everything. Oh, yeah, he is the boss at this point, so... All right, will that do us for this? Who, who's who's going to close out for us? All right, I'll say the words. You guys ready for the words? Say the words, please. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, you can find every episode to all of our shows on our website, halopodcastevolved.com. Or you can search for their unique podcast feed on your favorite podcast services. Woo! (laughs) If you want to listen to everything all in one feed, follow Halo Podcast Evolved on your favorite podcast service and leave us a review. Once again, another special shout out to all of our patrons for supporting this show and making all of this possible. Head to patreon.com slash halopodcastevolved to learn more. And finally, if you want to leave us a voicemail about this episode, 
or a previous episode, or about anything Halo-related. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not the weather. <laughs> Not the weather. We've, we've gotten some strange calls. <laughs> uh, you can give us a call at 205-EVOLVED. That is 205-386-5833. And with that, I have been your host, Krista. And until next time, Evolved. 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 Evolved.